What's good, ladies and gentlemen? We are back as usual. We are back like the Popeye sandwich. You heard me. I hope Ooh. no one got hurt trying to get one of those because in GP they ran out already. But yo, we back. We happy as usual. It's the host. I'm not going to do that usual rhyme because it's tired and we just here. It's your host, Jamal Brown, heading to you live from beautiful, epic, and Grand Prairie, Texas. Always here. Happy to give y'all what you need, what you don't need, what you think you need. I'm going to tell you regardless. So I'm going to pass it to my boy, Coop. Coop, tell the boys of y'all. Hey, what's up? What's up? It's Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. Coop, a.k.a. Pennywise, a.k.a. 007. And uh, yeah, the Popeyes and Grand Prairie off of Carrier released the sandwich on Sunday. And that same day ran out because I tried to pull up that night. So, yeah, it's a cold game out here, guys. Man, just why why are they playing with our emotions when it comes to this chicken? That's what I'm saying. Like, like if you're going to bring it back, like, make sure you have enough. This is the this is the problem. Like, you know what people are coming by. Like, people are literally dropping to the coming to the drive through saying, you know, why I'm here. Exactly, bro. Like, just get your stuff. I didn't. I didn't come for the Tuesday special today. I no. even went on the Tuesday. I, I didn't get. They they had no sandwiches, so I still got the Tuesday. Hey man, special. a good alternative. A good alternative. Hey, shout out to Demetria. She put me on. Demetria Horton. She put me on. Golden chicks. Yes. Chicken sandwich is fire. And you know what? I'm here to tell you. Of all the chicken strip places, Golden Chick wins. Golden Chick has the best chicken strips. Chicken Express has the best sides. Yes, I will give you that one. But as for Canes. Despicable. Cane, there's nothing special about Canes. I don't even like their sauce. I think they sauce is a little too salty for me. Low-key it is. I'm, I'm, when it comes to chicken strips, I'm a honey mustard and a barbecue sauce, man. I like my sweet and my tangy. Facts, which, facts, facts. Which a lot of people don't know Popeyes got some of the best barbecue sauce in the game. Did they do? They do. Boy, it's beautiful. But hey, hey, we starting to ramble. So you know what it time for it is? Off the rip. As usual, you already know. Off the rip. Off we, the rip, rip. We rip, ready. Rip. But before we start off the rip, I got something that's just for Coop because he, he loves stuff like this. And then show these boys what we're about. All right. We family, man. Yeah. About some dogs. Yeah. Hey, I know I'm a dog. Hey, I know Daryl. Hey, you already know how it is. Hey, we some yeah. dogs. Yes, sir. Hey, we about to turn up one time on these boys. They're not ready. They not. They not ready for it. Like, hey, it's their homecoming. Let's smash on these boys. Let's smash on these boys. Oh yeah, remember these guys. And then we hit the field like who? All day like who? Yeah. All night like who? And we ready like who? Yeah. Daryl Thomas like who? This is get the blood pumping. And my dog's like, Ooh. and it sound like, mm. all day like, Ooh. all night like, Ooh. all day like, Ooh. all night like, all like, all like, all like, like, all like, 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 Yeah, I, I thought I'd share that with you. I, I thought you'd enjoy that a lot. Oh man, that thing that still gets the blood going, man. Like I'm back, like back in the day. But knees ain't working nowadays. I'm good. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Since it's off the rip, Coop, go go ahead and tell people. It's usually your All thing. Right, anyway. Off the rip, off the rip. So here's what we're gonna do. There's a problem. Um, athletes and taking performance enhancing drugs, PEDs. For so Josh Collins, uh, he plays uh, center. For the um, let me get this let me get this right let me pull up the uh, the article that I actually um, had looked up specifically for today. Coop had one job. 
Dude, I folded so bad. Yeah. Hey, man, look, look, it's off the rip. It's off the rip. Yeah, yeah. So, John Collins, my bad name, John Collins. John Collins has been suspended 25 games for violating the NBA's anti-drug policy. Collins tested positive for growth hormone, releasing peptide 2. Um, so, basically, what happened was they took a piss test, and basically, he pissed clean that uh, he has a PED or a growth hormone in his body. So basically for people who don't know uh, what these are, uh, they affect the androgen receptors in the body and they help kind of increase hormonal output and testosterone output to help induce growth in your muscles and increase bone density. Um, all this also helps prolonging uh, kind of prolonging endurance, helps recovery times, helps all that stuff, helps your body mature faster. Um, a lot of athletes do take this for recovery um, for endurance and to build muscle mass. So what you'll see is if I go across the different sports, baseball players play 162 games. Baseball players did get on PEDs and steroids um, to be able to continue their batting average, get out of hitting slumps and play the whole season. Look at the NFL um, football players, especially a lot of them take PEDs because in football, it's only 53 men on the roster. That's a low number of people. You play 16 games and Basically, you're running into the biggest, fastest, strongest men about 100 times a game. And it's like getting hit by a Mack truck 100 times. So the recovery in football is crazy. So understandable football athletes getting them doing PEDs. My whole opinion, I don't think it's right. It's still cheating. However, um, just the recovery time. And in, and in football, your contract isn't guaranteed. So if you don't play, you don't get paid. Um, and then you move to basketball. That's what puzzled was puzzled <laughs> about me. So John Collins got caught with a PED. Now, earlier in October, DeAndre Ayton, the center of the Phoenix Suns, got caught with a diuretic. What diuretics do is uh, they help reduce water rate, help detox and clean out your system real quick. Real quick. Which in English means yeah. you pee a lot. Yeah. So basically the one he took was a high induced diuretic like trend or something like that. He really yeah. peed a lot. So basically what he was doing was he since he was on a growth hormone, he took a diuretic to help pee it out and get it out of his system. However, they caught the diuretic in the system, um, a.k.a. a mask and drug, stuff like that in his piss. So that's basically almost the same as testing positive for PEDs. Um, so one thing I want to present to y'all is athletes do take performance enhancing drugs, um, football, baseball, more understandable, baseball, longevity, football, contact sport, basketball. I'm not sure because it's more of a skill based game, especially in the 2000s. Um, and I don't understand why they would get on PEDs. Um, however, Jamal, take that away because you more in the basketball realm than I am. I'm just here to give you all facts. So when it comes to basketball, Essentially, like Coop said, it helps with the building of muscle, increased testosterone, which leads to more energy, um, faster building of muscle and recovery. I don't see the point of it because this is not the 90s, um, even though he is a big and players like DeAndre Aiden are all have also been caught with things like this or oh, yeah. alleged. You're not grounding and pounding in the paint anymore. That's just not the game. Mm -hmm. There's no uh, Dennis Rodman in this league. You've got discount Dennis Rodman and Draymond. Who wow. I, the disrespect. He He's a good player, but he's he's a product of the Warrior system. Crazy but, thing is, he's still a Hall of Famer. I don't know about that. That's a discussion for a different day. But it doesn't make much sense to me because if you're already, you already have an NBA-ready body, there's not too many guys in the NBA who they say they're frail, you know, minus your Trey Youngs. But you see Trey Youngs stay out the paint for the most part. He's mm -hmm. shooting 25, 35 footers. With them slip-on shoes. He's staying away from that. That's not his thing. And as a big, most bigs now 
are stretch bigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few big, a few quote unquote um, traditional bigs. You got your Embiid's. It's, um, it's really like except for Embiid, who bangs in the paint. Exactly, and you got even guys who are quote unquote bigger bodies, like your Jokic. Um, Jokic is the best passer on the Nuggets, so he stays out the paint anyway. Oh yeah, you have um, DeAndre Jordan, I guess. Um, oh dude, in uh, Detroit. Uh, I mean Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, yes, and he's, he's been, a traditional. He's been eating, he's been getting like over twenty rebounds a game, and he's a monster. But he's one of the few. Even look at Blake Griffin. Yeah, he had to develop another another uh, game. Proud of Blake Griffin as well. Blake Griffin's probably the most developed player I've ever seen in my lifetime to go from pure Duncan to actually have skill. But even when Blake was just purely Duncan, he wasn't grounding and pounding really in the paint. They was giving him a head start so he could get up there. Right. So, and my thing about. PEDs is yes, they are unfair, but only to a certain degree because they don't make you better players mm-hmm. like in baseball. The hardest thing about hitting a ball in baseball, it's not your strength. It's hand-eye coordination and reaction time. Yeah, and, because, it's, and it's a skill. It's repetition, bro. Yeah. So, you know, scientifically, your reflexes do not naturally move fast enough to hit a 90-mile-per-hour uh, fastball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did some research, watched a few videos on that. And the time it takes a fastball to get from the pitcher's mound to the catcher's mitt, it is not slower than your body's natural reaction time. You actually have to put forth almost inhuman amounts of work to hit it. So that's the true skill of the game. It's not how strong am I if I touch this ball, it's going to go. No. And even if you make contact, that doesn't guarantee it's going to be a home run or it's even going to be a hit. So I don't fully understand why it's such a big deal in baseball. Now, in football, it, it, it depends on what you're using it for. Man, it, bro, like if, if you're using it for recovery, it, I, it's, I, I'm I, not saying I'm, it's right, but I'm, I, I know dudes who's in the NFL. I never played in the NFL. I mean, I played college ball and my body's beat up, but I never use PDs or nothing. But like... I. If you see what these guys go through for that like seven months, you can't be mad at dude. That, that's hitting, hitting. They hitting it, and you know what? If it's pure, if it's for purely recovery reasons, like if you've missed games, I would make it legal. And you know what? I don't have any. What's the word? I don't have any remorse or, mm-hmm. and I'm not apologetic I mean, they, for guys who get caught on random drug tests yeah. because it. At the pro level, they're not random. No, you know. The trainer will definitely come in there or when you come in training or whatever, and they'll say, hey, y'all, we might have a random drug test in the next three weeks. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. See y'all later. Facts. And personally, I've been an athlete. We both played at the collegiate level. Mm -hmm. We both played at the D1 level. Mm -hmm. If you cannot... Stop whatever habit you're doing for three weeks to keep your multi-million dollar job. You don't deserve it. Well, here's also like, man, football. That's the only sport that your contract's not guaranteed. You get play, paid, played, paid to play game to game. Exactly. So a lot of those guys. I mean, them taking that PED in order for them to be recovered and stay on the field and take them hits. That's a matter of them feeding their family or not. You're right. And you know what? A lot of trainers, if you go talk to them, and I learned, I know this from experience because I've seen it happen. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name no trainers' names. But if you go up to them and say, hey, dog, 
you know I've been nursing this hamstring or whatever, and I, I, I need more time. Like, I need to keep taking it so I can play Sunday. And the trainer will still say, all right, we'll take you off this list. But just so you know, the next list, you have to be on it. Mm-hmm. And trainers will do that for you. Because for one, most NFL trainers, NFL trainers are the most understanding on the planet because they know what you go through. Bro. It, it, it's not baseball. A, a 250, 300 pound man is going to run into you at some point in oh, the yeah, next man. week. And, and the thing about football is, man, everybody out there listening, just on Mondays, or Tuesdays, check out the injury report list on these NFL teams. Yes. Dudes are dropping like flies. Like in it, it's because the game, it's the biggest, fastest, strongest people running into each other. And it's not that many men on the active roster, dude. I'm trying to tell y'all, it's a whole different ball game. You don't get a guaranteed contract. Dudes got CTE. Dudes can't even walk. Like oh, if you real. want a good example of that, even it doesn't have to be real for a cinematic purpose. Watch any given Sunday. Facts. Because dudes was dropped. Old dude wanted to stay in the game. He was taking injections to cure to solve the pain just so he could get that bonus. Because you saw, because you saw uh, that was LT, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. LT LT was bad in there, man. And he at the very end, he made that tackle. His dude was seeing stars. Exactly. Like it's not even playing at the NFL level. I never played the NFL. I probably was never gonna get there. But just playing in high school and playing in college, how I felt after one of those games, and I'm a receiver. We don't get hit that often. Dude, it was crazy. The, the amount of painkillers, all that stuff, dude. Especially playing like D-line. Dude, you hit somebody in the mouth every, every play, play. getting double team. That thing, that stuff just wears on you, dude. And I know I used to have a rule. If you was bigger than me, you ain't get to touch me. I, I mastered the linebackers used to hate me because I would definitely catch a slant and fall right in front of them. Jamal was one of those. Hey, look here. The the heaviest I ever played at may have been 195. Damn. Do you think I'm going to run into this 230 linebacker who's low-key only two steps slower than me? No. Why would I put myself in that kind of danger against these these monsters of human beings, you think I'm going to let the monsters just run over me? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But like, like I said, man, those PEDs, I encourage everybody to look up different SARMs, PEDs, growth hormones, diuretics, just to see what, every, what these players are actually taking and kind of look into actually the sport that they're taking. And I'm not advocating to do it. Um, but in a sport such as football, I understand baseball, not really sure. Basketball, hell no. Um, Just, and, and that's what I'm going to go. And, and also, look, you, you, everybody, when you start learning the, the PED growth hormone, what's going on, you can tell the difference between these people out here who are fitness structures, all the people who are bodybuilders and people who are natural bodybuilders. Oh, yeah. Because when they look like a half open, half rolled up uh, tube of toothpaste. You know something, something ain't right. They just don't. They don't look like they're built like humans should be. Oh man, man! When these little, when these dudes are like five nine, five ten, shoulders are this wide, can't even look like they can't even wipe their ass. Like yeah, dudes be, dudes be on. If you five ten and you gotta wear a double XL t shirt because you too wide, fam, something is wrong. And you are taking something, and we all know you're taking something. Oh yeah, man. So man, everybody. Everybody just do your research on that, on the PEDs. We're just here to give you information and just 
to know what's going on. You know, while we're talking about PEDs and some people, some people don't take them and are just built like monsters. Talk about the most monster human being I might have ever seen in my life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <sighs> Coop's favorite person. Thanos James. Thanos James, baby. Born December 30th, 1984. Bam. Akron, Ohio. Miss Gloria James. St. Vincent, St. Mary's. I am going to do my best to get some organ sound effects just for that moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So just just so I can steal some of Coop's thunder, just so I can make. I'm not going to let him have this, uh, this satisfaction. I'm not. So. At this point in the season, I know it's a young season, but LeBron is averaging 25 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, off 47% from the field. And, and what, year, what year is this? What year is this? 14? 17, brother. 17. Year 17, this man is eating. Eating. Still the best player in the game. Year um, 17. I'm... I have a slight argument against that. Wow. I, I have a slight argument for KD. I really do. I can't, I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it when most of your success comes at the expense of joining the greatest team ever assembled. I would have more respect if he won the NBA title with Westbrook in OKC. I mean, I would too. I, you will continuously hear me call KD. But, but bro, you, you got to look at it, bro. If LeBron and KD switch spots, there's no way KD's leading that Cleveland team to the NBA finals. I, I, it's a toss-up. I don't believe it's very likely. Listen, it's, it's unlikely. It's not very likely. It's not improbable. It's not impossible. Just very improbable. Look, when you go to the NBA Finals and your second best player is Jeff Green, and you facing a healthy Golden State Warriors, oh, you dropped fifty-one points in the first game and lose Smith. because J.R. Smith <laughs> drunk a gallon of henny. <laughs> Bruh, at that point, what did you... And he goes to the sideline. They had a timeout. What is LeBron paying y'all for? Oh, My question was, I thought we was up. Why you ain't trying to extend the lead? What's wrong with you? All I'm saying is Thanos James is the greatest player to ever play the game. And look, I'm never going to forgive. I hate Matthew Dellavedova. I do. Balled his ass off in that NBA final. That, that's not what I'm mad about. I'm mad when he went to Milwaukee... And got two years for fourteen million. The NBA was giving away money, and I'm really just salty that Matthew Dellavedova is in the NBA and I'm not. I'm taller than him. So, so you mean to tell me right now, if Matthew Dellavedova came in here, he wouldn't give you buckets? No. Uh, oh my no. mom. Oh my mom. Tweet him right now. Start a Twitter beef for Matthew Dellavedova <laughs> right now. I don't bro. know if he has Twitter, but bro, I would try. Look, I, would, I would pay to see you look, two play one on one. Here, here's my thing. Wow. Here's my thing about why I don't like Dellavedova. Dova Dova is what, 5'10, 5'11 on a great day? Okay. His only job was play defense and be a pest, correct? Okay. Don't turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. And while you're doing that, give us 10 points. J Jamal, I understand. But that's him playing against other best players in the world. I'm Jamal, he mad. would give you buckets. You know what? I probably don't deny that. Pat, look, look, look. Pat Bev, who has no offensive game whatsoever, could probably go in an open gym and drop 50 on people. Pat Bev isn't is a much better athlete and has a much better NBA body than Matthew Delvadova. I'm just saying, everything that Delhi is great dog. at, I can do at an average level Dude, in the NBA. Are you serious? 
He's 10 points. Okay, I That's got five buckets. I got a question. Is it who's better, Matthew Dellavedova or JJ Brayer? Overall? Yeah. I'm going to give it to JJ. Could you beat JJ Brayer in a game of one on one? JJ Brayer has a much better offensive game. And than I, I, I answer the question. Probably not. <laughs> okay. Probably so, not. But you know what? JJ, I have much more respect for JJ Barea than I do for Della Dover. JJ, if you underestimate JJ, he'll go and give you 20. Oh, yeah. JJ Barea, he'll light it up on you. But Delhi, Delhi on a great night will give you 15. I'm appalled that you really think you could beat Matthew Della with one on one. Bro, it's just what he brings to an NBA team. I can do at least on an average Okay, level. so I want everybody to get on Twitter, find Matthew Delvadova, and then find Adidas King 5, Jamal Brown. Yes. And start the Twitter beef, Twitter war, because I want to see this. And Coop really just likes me having beef with random Dude, athletes. I will, I will sell tickets. We can do it right here in the Epic. Right this is here in the room. Epic. We could, we could get ball his life. And hey, you remember when uh, Brian Scalabrini was doing that beef bro, Scalabrini? Bro, so Brian Scalabrini, bro, in Boston... Had an event that said it was called Brian Scalabrini sucks. This man was at a park in Boston and he had people come up for free and they could play this man one on one. And if they won, they would give him some type of money. Nobody scored a point on Matthew Delvado over that. And I mean, on uh, Brian Scalabrini that whole day. But, you know, I wouldn't disrespect Scalabrini like that, because for one, what is Scalabrini? Six, 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 seven. Bro, he's like almost six, ten, bro. Exactly. For that, for one, that height differential would be like. No, I'm not stupid. Bro, Brian Scalabrini ain't no scrub, though. He's not. But for one, even the NBA scrub, if you're if you have more than three inches on me, mm. I'm not attempting it. Cause that's just bad for my Because people gotta understand, you saw that Celtics team. How was Scalabrini really gonna get in that rotation? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Oh, just you gotta understand the height difference. Like I'm in my hooping shoes, in my Dame fours that I hoop in, I'm six two and a half, roughly. Six two and a half against six ten six nine. That's not a. That's not. Do you think Pat Beverly is getting put up against dudes six ten, willingly? Well, he probably is doing it willingly. But yeah, anyone yeah. else, he's, he's like a loose group. Anyone else was like, no. Why? Why would you put me in that situation? That's what teams want on the switch. Just no. If you think if you're roughly my height and you think you can deal with a dude who's six ten, good luck, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, especially in, in today's age. Like, it doesn't even matter if you're stronger than the dude. It's just basketball skill off rip. And just, just for the simple fact, if he has eight inches on you, that's not even including his arms. Oh, you got to look at the wingspan. It's crazy. All you got to do is lift his, lift his arms up, and you're like a child to him. There's literally nothing yeah, that's why, you're that's doing why you, that. it's, That's why it's almost impossible to guard like Kevin Durant because the wingspan, when you're seven feet tall and the wingspan is crazy, it's like, Bruh. Exactly. Because when you think, when you really think about height, there's really not much difference between like 6'7 and 6'10. It, 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 like, take the width of your hand and that's the difference. But when you include that wingspan and that separation, I, that's what made Dirk so, so nasty with the fadeaway. Because Dirk was not the most athletic, but he's seven feet tall. Had the post game like crazy. When you add in him putting the ball above his head, that's almost 10 feet. Dude had the highest arcing shot I've seen. Ever. Ever. You can make a very, very short list of people who could block that shot. Very. Maybe Prime Shaq. Prime Dwight Howard. LeBron, if he catches him when he's not looking. I'd say Wilt, probably. 
and maybe Hakeem Eli- no Hakeem Olajuwon. Maybe Hakeem. Because uh, Kareem really ain't played defense like that. Nah, Kareem was just a physical force. Like yeah. he, they just didn't want to deal with him in the paint. But yeah, that that's what made Dirk just crazy and amazing. Mm, mm, mm. The goat. I don't have any more NBA beefs, y'all. I promise. NFL beefs, yes. NBA, no. I, I played football at a high level though, so I have more. I have a more valid excuse to have an NFL beef. I respect ninety percent of NFL players. Just, just the select few that irk me. That's why we have take my pads off. Everybody hashtag take my pads off. T a k e m y p a d s o f f. We promise um, y'all we on go, Twitter. We're going to make a segment called "Take My Pads Off," and you will see <laughs> why. And, and Coop will narrate it and explain why you should take my pads off. But you know what? I'm getting a little tired of other sports talk, just even a little bit. I'm gonna talk about something that has been irking my nerves for I don't know how many how many years. This irks my nerves more than unqualified social media people getting jobs. So we back on this, bro. No, we're not. Even though I know y'all saw that video of we shall not be named being a Twitter honey. Yep. Regardless, what we what we're really here to talk about is why astrology exists. Oh, good Lord. Here we go. Like everybody just just tweet at us, tweet at us what your sign is and how you feel about your sign and how you feel about other signs. Oh yeah, drop drop the Twitter. Drop the Twitter real quick. Drop our Twitter. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention we have Started our own Twitter page at D1 University at D1 University. Tweet at us, holler at us. We'll interact with you. I promise. I stay on. I stay on the timeline. I'm see it. Oh yeah, we we ignorant on Twitter. Oh yeah, if you come for me on the timeline, I clap back. Because the thing about the D1 ignorant Twitter is like there's no holding back on that Twitter. No. All, all we ask is keep the profanity to a, a minimum, a, a minimum. But other than that, go crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man! Shout out, shout us out on there. But, but uh, Jamal, go, go but ahead. Back to the astrology is stupid. Okay, so what, well, okay, so for those people out there, so they can start judging us. Uh, what what is your zodiac sign there, Jamal? I am a Virgo. I was born August 29th, nineteen ninety six. I am a Virgo. Okay, gotcha. I am a Taurus. Born May 4th, 1995. So we got a Virgo and we got a Taurus in here. So tweet us and uh, And, and, talk about how you may think we would interact with you. But my thing is, how do you have the nerve, the audacity to judge someone based on their birthday? Like they had something to do with it? That's not my problem. Okay, I, I would say this in reading books on astrology. It is it is fate and it is kind of a spiritual thing about when you were born and shows kind of like your qualities and your characteristics, how that goes. But that kind of shows human tendencies and how you interact. Now, that's good in understanding how to kind of interact with somebody. But for me to prejudge you on who you are, because it's possible for humans to evolve and understand their weaknesses. Definitely. And shortcomings and never use that as an excuse. And you know, what really just makes me mad. This is the nerve coming out of me. The nerve. Like. I love stars. Like I go outside and look at constellations just because I like stars. I've always liked the science behind space and everything like that. If you can't find me my zodiac sign in the sky, shut up. Oh. Oh, I bet most of y'all didn't know they were constellations in the sky. And for those who don't know what a constellation is, that's a picture of stars that we can that we 
in ancient Greece we connected. Shout out to the planetarium at SGP. Yeah, them was some good field trips back in the day. Boy. If there are any good planetariums around DFW area, please let me know. I love planetariums. I'm trying to go to one. Facts. But if you can't do the basic, if you don't know your basic science and you can't show me these things in the sky, how do you have the nerve to judge me or think how we're going to interact or if it's going to be a good interaction? And ladies, this one is for you specifically. Ooh. How you not going to date a dude based on his sign? Now, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. When women put on, they said, oh, if he's this sign, I'm not going to date him. Okay. So, but then if uh, then if I say, well, you're if you're a sign, I'm not going to date you. Yeah, so then it's bad because it's like, okay, if you're that certain sign, I'm not going to date you. But coming from a man's perspective, okay, that's misogynistic, all that stuff. It's just It's just here to say... Okay, zodiac signs can tell a lot about your spirit, your spirit, your origin, kind of how you go about doing things. That's cool. But what it's really supposed to do is supposed to help kind of guide you to your spiritual journey as far as understanding how your spirit aligns with the planet. And do not use as an as an excuse. Use that as a buffer, people out there, to help you progress through life and to evolve spiritually and become a better person. And you know what? I hate when people use a sign as an excuse to do something or to not do something. Big facts. Uh, yeah, you know, I did this, you know, I'm a Capricorn. No, that that's a sign. That is an excuse. That is, what is it? A scapegoat. Mm-hmm. It's all that just for you to say you did something and for it to not be your fault. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not above nobody. I do stupid things. I do stupid things on the regular. Facts. I'm here. But you know what? I own up to it because I'll say, you know what? It was a bad idea. I thought it was a good idea at the time. And, you know, everything just don't work out. That's life. But you look me in the eye and tell me, yeah, I'm a Capricorn. So that's just how we do and handle things. No, no. There are seven billion people on the planet. It ain't no excuse for ass whoopings, too. You (laughs) (laughs) don't ever say because you this sign, you can't fight. Yeah, that's a, especially if you're a grown person, that's that's a terrible excuse to do something. Like, look at, okay, if this is how I act, this is my zodiac sign, what can I do to spiritually evolve? Because I can't progress through life dealing with, with situations like this and affecting people that are next to me. So you, you have to know yourself, learn yourself, and don't use these zodiac signs as an excuse, a buffer, or to get clout oh the dangerous c word once again this is a tourist speaking so make your make your prejudgments and all that stuff and you know what really gets me what grinds my gears wow all right peter yeah when like you ever told someone like you a tourist and then do you know what a tourist actually is it's a bull people who tell me i don't know what a tourist is like i don't know what animal is like you know what a cancer is it's a crab. Yeah, the symbol for a cancer is a crab, ain't it? It's literally a crab. A Virgo is a woman. It's the only zodiac sign that's a woman. Mm-hmm. So if you can't at least tell me, you know, what your actual, what, what the actual animal is or whatever its, you know, representation is, leave the building. Get your Greek mythology up. I'm a nerd on that, too. So I'll call you on it. If you don't know your stuff, I'm going to let you know. Hey, man, you got to call these people out. There's a lot of fake people out here that's trying to get clout and just want to talk just to talk. 
I think that's the one of the biggest things about social media and kind of this day and age. A lot of people who shouldn't be talking and who don't know anything, who have nothing to say, have a voice and can construct different movements, and, which is completely idiotic. And look, we're, we're not here to take away your voice. We're not here to say you don't have a voice. But as a wise teacher once told me, several wise teachers, actually, it is better to remain silent mm -hmm. and let others wonder and to speak and let all be known. Yes. A lot of people out here do not speak unless spoken to. <laughs> so, I, hey, if none of y'all if none of y'all have y'all y'all crazy uncle that's in the crib or y'all crazy older brother who when you were young thought he was just crazy and on that BS, but when you got older were like was like, "Damn, like this person was right about everything." I'm I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> Brandon Cooper is him. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of y'all people should not speak or do not speak unless spoken to. And you know what? I think a lot of this came from when people said stupid things when they were younger and no one ripped them up for it. Nobody ripped them up and nobody checked them because that crazy uncle or that crazy cousin was looked at as a bad person for ripping them up. Then the same person goes into society and is spewing this BS rhetoric. And, and you know what? We can't let stupid things go unchecked. See, this is where you, when you were raised by our, our people like our dads. Facts. Yeah, they don't let stupid things go by. You say something stupid, you know how hurtful it is at, at like nine years old to say something and then your dad shreds you apart hey, it built, making uh, fun of you. Hey, it built character. It built character. <laughs> hey, you, you either get baptized by the fire or you either burn it. It's one that's, or the that's other. That's what I'm saying. Hey, fire could be the best cleanser at times. But you know what? We'll bring one. We'll bring our dads on the show eventually so y'all can really see what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. That might have to be the biggest censored <laughs> show. It's going to be a lot of blank. Hey, beep, hey, beep, beeps in there. Hey, that's what I'm here for. But we we going to get a, past this astrology thing because y'all going to make me mad if we go any longer. Uh, Twitter might come after me. And I can only have so many people on Twitter coming after me at once. I can only dot so many people. So, Coop, as most people could pretty much figure, we, we like hip hop on the show. We like rap music. That that Would you say that's predominantly what you listen to? I would say it's 50-50. I would say hip-hop, and then also I'm a big old-school R&B fan. I'm, I'm an R&B person, too. I, I got my mama's R&B bug. But what would you say is, like, your musical guilty pleasure? Like, what's something that you that you listen to that no one would think you do just by, you know, a first glance or a first conversation? Man, I'm not... Look, look, look. I'm going to tell you what song is just fire, and this artist is a pretty is a pretty good... So it's that um love me let love me less by Max. Like if you love me less, if I knew the place is back. It, yo, that, that song is fire. I don't know how. Like, like the, look, look, I'm I'm kinda I'm gonna kinda play it. You can be able to, you can be kinda really Hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 you gotta let it, you gotta let it ride. And everybody out there judging me, I can, y'all can, <laughs> can tweet me at J underscore affiliated. Hey, we we not here to judge about musical affiliations. This is what we do. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> y'all just see the way Coop is bobbing his head right now. Uh, uh. Oh. So 
That's his name is Max. He's a pop star. M A X, like capital M, capital A, capital X, and it's called "Love Me Less" featuring Quinn um, X C I I. So that's a normal numeral for something, but I don't have that off the top of my X- head. X Z X C three eyes, no I, two eyes. I I, I I don't know X. I know X L is forty. I don't know what X C is. So yeah, so this dude's name is Max. Love me less. So I got a. He's a good pop artist. So that's one of my. That's one of my kind of feel good song. Like like that song is like low key cool upbeat. The first time I heard it. So rip me up if y'all need to. It's one of my guilty pleasures. You know what? I, I'm a little. I'm a little off when it comes to something like this because I. What people don't expect from me is like I'm a hip hop head to the fullest. Like I'm, I be diving in depth in the lyrics. I be calling rappers trash if they have the same rhyme scheme over and over. Like the baby. <clears throat> wow. Uh, but you know what? Some of my guilty pleasures is I have a thing for boy bands. Like throughout history, like modern. Back in the day, Lord have mercy. Look, I'm not ashamed. And before y'all start judging me, like Coop is. I want y'all to think about this. So the Bastard Boy is not iconic. NSYNC not iconic. And and that's just, you know, some of your early 2000s white ones. All right, let's talk about some of the OGs. Boys to Men. Boys to Men is not fire. fire. But usually if you if you if you say boy bands, people are thinking about those white pop bands. And you think so, but you forget the real bands who like laid the foundation for your quote unquote boy bands, which is the definition of a boy band for me for my sake for simply is a group of a group of boys obviously who do not play instruments but they perform oh so that couldn't be the jackson five no because they play instruments so if we're talking about really who set the groundwork for boy bands it was new edition if was there anybody who didn't play it was really new edition was one of if you want to talk about a boy band who nobody really played instruments it, it you, was new edition it was, it was, because because the debarges they played instruments exactly yeah you can go back like with the osmonds around the same time as the jackson five because because the motown them dudes was they played instruments. instruments even though they weren't the stars mm-hmm. jermaine played bass um randy played the bongos so for your boy bands they literally just sung and danced yeah I, I, yeah new edition was new edition and then new edition from new edition came boys to men. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out, shout out to uh, Michael Bivens. Exactly. So, and throughout history, you know, I just like the sound. And you know, we got later in our childhood. You know, I'm not ashamed. I'm a fan of B five. Yeah, I love B five. I still do. They got two singles. You know, I'm I'm not ashamed. I would I would argue that NSYNC was better than B five, and I would I'm not denying dude, greatness. That NSYNC 2001 album, Celebrity, dude, up against the wall, crazy track. Exactly, and we're not gonna act like some of the greatest artists we have didn't come from boy bands. Timberlake, mm-hmm. it's a bad man. Bobby Brown, it's a badder man. I love Bobby. Is my second favorite crackhead of all time. Bobby Brown is one of the top five best entertainers to ever live. Bob, we would, and I, I'm a firm believer in this. If Bobby Brown didn't have his drug problem, mm. we would speak about him in the same level, in the same breath we speak of Michael Jackson. Because you got to look at it. I, I would have Michael Jackson, I would have James Brown, and I would have Bobby Brown and Chris Brown tied for third. Exactly. Because people, people, do Bobby Brown was cold, dog. Bobby was a bad, people forget, Bobby Brown invented hairstyles. 
that didn't make no sense. Dude was the rocking gum, the Gumby the before Gumby. everybody else was rocking the Gumby. The Gumby was not a good hair. But on a, I don't know. Because Kumo D or Big Daddy Kane might have been rocking that. But were they around the same time? I think time? Bobby's older than them. Ooh. I think he's I think he's older than them. Hmm. But I, got, but I do have to tell you, though, about my newest gym that I discovered, though. And yes, they are a boy band. And yes, I'm not ashamed. So these are my boys called Next Town Down. Done. Yes, they called Next Town Down. But you know what? They put in a lot of work. I used to just watch, you know, their music compilations on YouTube. And I used to watch, you know, the few singles that they would release. But in the last, I believe, six months or so, they got a record deal. And not no little record deal. They signed with RCA Records. RCA just... They monopolizing the whole game right now. But thing RCA is great for your quote unquote poppy R and B groups and nice. artists because they've been they've been with Chris Brown basically his whole career. So RCA does good job with with people like that. So you know, go check out uh, my boys next time down. That EP is called Juliet. You know, I'm not allowed to play it unless they ask. But you know. I'm going to shout them out just because, hey, maybe we get them on the show one day. They're my boys. I like them. I saw hey, them. We get the shout out from them. It's game over. And you know what? I love seeing bands like this when they're early because I got tickets to see them and a meet and greet. $45. What? Yes. Sheesh. The uh, And it was at the House of Blues. Wow. It's at the House of Blues, $45, got a meet and greet, got a pick. I'm going to post a pick on Twitter later. I'm going to tag them. Maybe they'll be remember. They should remember me because I was the only male in the audience that wasn't someone's dad. Once again, I'm not ashamed. A bit creepy, but okay. I was there with my girlfriend. Doesn't count. Yeah. You get away with it. I got away with it. You, that that's that's you makes it makes it a little bit better. I'm glad you didn't just pull up there on your own. That been what does it look like if I pull up on a boy band by myself? Questionable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Some tank stuff. Yeah. I, I I had I had to bring somebody with me. But you know what? That's beside the point. We gonna stop judging me about my boys next time next town down. Just know I'm officially a townie. I have been one since day one. But we gonna get on to something else. Uh, Cam got put on IR. Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam Newton. Is cool. I'm gonna I'm ask you this mm-hmm. Is this the end of Cam's playing career? It's definitely the end of him in Carolina. Yeah, it's the end of him in Cam Carolina. Playing career, no, because Cam, he'll up that foot, that ankle, and then he'll up that, he'll up that shoulder, make sure you can throw. But I think Cam Newton can service um, different teams, and I'll kind of, I'll kind of run through the teams that I think Cam Newton would be good, um, would be good service to. And Pittsburgh would be one uh, because I doubt Big Ben. Big Ben should just retire and Mason Rudolph. Goddamn, um, I would say Tennessee. They do need a quarterback terribly. They do, and they're Tannehill's not doing a bad yeah. job. But we all know Tannehill's not your. And stuff. then I would say either Cincinnati. Um, they need one. Miami. Um, I would say they need one, but they're probably going to draft one. And those are the AFC. Then if I look at the NFC. I would have to go with uh, Chicago, number one. Good God, Mitch Trubisky. That's just terrible. Shout out to Coop's mom, you uh, know, diehard Chicago Bears. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my uncle, Uncle Mike, is, <laughs> uncle Mike is just pissed. <laughs> uncle Mike. And then I would say Tampa Bay, uh, Jameis Winston, we tried. We was rolling with you, big dog. We tried, we bro. We tried, Ken Folk. It just, 
hey, it don't work out for everybody. And though. yeah, that's it. So if you look Tampa Bay, Chicago, Cincinnati, um, Denver, Tennessee, and uh, Pittsburgh, those are the teams that really do need a quarterback and they need a veteran quarterback and leader in that locker room. Oh, um, it's his playing days are over in Carolina uh, because um, Keller, it, it was his name. Um, oh, Kyle Allen. Kyle, Kyle Allen, Allen came in um, real good dude, real good athlete. Um, he's been he's been having providing that spark. They already have a good defense. So that's going good. You got to roll with the hot hand and Cam. I think it's, it's time for Cam to get a change of scenery. Um, to get that confidence back. And Cam just needs to heal up, man, and just understand to take this next step in your career. Got to be more of a pocket passer. Got to focus more on accuracy. Your body can't take that much hits because you've been playing that way since you were in Pee Wee. Um, but Cam definitely has a lot left in the tank. He keeps his body in, ec- in excellent shape. And I would love to see him next year um, um, on another team because I don't want to see him right away on the bench in Carolina. But, man, I hope um, if you're a free agent, go sign with a good team. Um, if they trade you, um, you know what I'm saying? That you get out of your control. But uh, Cam, keep your head up, bro. You, I, I don't disagree with anything you said at this point. But you know who I would actually like to see Cam with? Who? Un, it may seem extremely biased, but my unbiased opinion, I think he would be a good fit for the Chargers. Just for the fact mm-hmm. he has the offensive weapons. You don't have to be Superman. You can if you want to. But one of Cam's issues is the best receiver he's ever had is Greg Olson, his tight end, who's hurt majority of his career. But in a place like L.A., you have the weapons. You have a real number one in Keenan Allen. You have a really, really good number two in Mike Williams. You have a top 10 tight end in Hunter Henry. And we don't know about Melvin Gordon's situation, but we still have running back by committee. We have good enough running backs to get the and, job and done. And you have a real good pass rush. Well, I'd say you have one of the – if not the top two best edge rusher in the game. Exactly. Give or take him or his brother, which one you want to take of the Bosa's. I'll, I'll give Joey just because Nick is still. And, and a good thing, good thing about y'all is y'all have, when Duran James comes back, y'all have a top two safety in the league, him or Jamal Adams, give or take. And you have a great pass rusher. I think that'd be a good thing to do, but they, uh, Phillip Rivers can get it done. So do you want to. But that's the thing. Phil is 37. He now he did say he wants to play in the new stadium, so he'll probably be back for next year. Mm-hmm. But after that, Phil, Phil, you're 38. We need we need your predecessor. At least we need someone there. And you know what? Do y'all have any backup quarterback? Tyrod. Oh, Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, he's our backup. Oh man, that's what's up. So yeah, we have a very serviceable backup. Oh man, like uh, Tyrod Taylor led the Bills to the playoffs. Against us, yeah. The only reason uh, the Bills actually went to the playoffs that year is off of technicality because the Chargers thirty piece them that year. But yeah. That's beside the point. Um, so we have a very serviceable backup, but as we know, Tyrod probably isn't anyone's franchise quarterback. But he's probably the best backup in the game. You know what's crazy? If the Cleveland Browns would have Tyrod Taylor as their starting quarterback right now, right now, now they would not. They would they would probably they would at least be five hundred. They would be five hundred and they would be fighting for that sixth seed in the playoffs. Exactly. So even if Cam isn't fully healthy next year, I would say we'll take Cam and you can rest for a year. Phil will take care of it for at least one more year. Mm-hmm. But you know that that's just my two cents mm-hmm. on it. I think it would be a good fit for him. I want nothing uh nothing but the best for Cam, because for one, he's a black quarterback. Those don't get to come along yeah, too yeah. often. And two, he's when healthy, I think Cam is a top 10 athlete easily, in the NBA. Easily, man. In that, the NFL. that 2015 
MVP run was he was literally like the LeBron. Not to mention he did it without his best receiver. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then you then. saw in the um in the Super Bowl how how that how the referees and cheating goes when they didn't give him no roughing the passer calls. They were just hitting Cam Newton helmet to helmet, targeting all that stuff. But that shows you how they treat the black Exactly. It was a stat that Cam Newton went three years straight without a roughing the passer call or a targeting call. I would believe call. it. They let Cam get beat up. Get beat up, bro. And you know what's their excuse? He's big enough. He can take exactly. it. Exactly. No, 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 no. The only, the only quarterback who's not black that I see not to take the same amount of pounding that Cam does is Phillip Rivers. And it's mainly because he be talking trash to yeah, the Yeah, Phillip Rivers talks mad, mad trash. Mad trash like, to the If I could do the mic'd up Phillip Rivers on YouTube. But you know what's the best part? <laughs> you can play all his mic'd up on national TV because he does not cuss. Yeah. He does not cuss. Okay, so I got I got I got one for you. Would you would you rather have Philip Rivers or Eli Manning? I'm okay with Philly Phil. Eli got two Super Bowls against the greatest quarterback of all time. Eli has two Super Bowls with two number one defenses. Eli has two Super Bowls with two number one defenses. All I'm saying is, all I'm, I'm saying is, look, Tom, Peyton, Breeze, Big Ben, uh, they all have Super Rogers, Bowls. Eli. They all have Super Bowls besides Phil, but all of them have much, much better front offices than the Chargers. The Chargers have one of the worst front offices in history. Okay, so is Phillip Rivers the first ballot Hall of Famer? I believe so. Here we go. He probably won't be first ballot, but he should definitely Dude, on, get if, in. If on the ballot you got one quarterback could go in, I'm putting Eli Manning. I'm putting Phillip him Middle. above Eli. Definitely putting him two Super Bowls. He got carried to two Super Bowls. He was not the deciding factor. All right, put it this way: Trent Dilfer got carried to Super Bowl. I was gonna say, does Trent Dilfer get into the uh, Hall of Fame? He has one. First of all, Trent Dilfer's stats are terrible, and Eli's stats over the last five years of his career are great. They're better than Trent Dilfer's, but they're not better than Philly Phil, and they're the same age. You can think I'm thinking Michael Strahan for all that. Think Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck for those. Yeah. So there's a lot of things you can think besides that. And for some reason, Tom Coughlin just had Bill Belichick's number. He, I, I can't explain it. He I don't couldn't, He could not beat him. <laughs> he just couldn't beat Tom Coughlin. I don't have an answer for that. I don't. But you know what? We done with the NFL talk. It, it is officially Tom. Freestyle Tuesday. Okay. Okay. What we got? What we got? What do we, what do I have for Coop this so week? So are we doing a theme? Like, you know what I'm saying? Remember no. last, time we hit a, last time we hit a theme? No, no theme this time. The theme next, just next time we'll, we'll do more plan. Okay. We'll okay. okay. All right. So we'll, we'll see what we can tune up for mm-hmm. you. I know this is. <laughs> that J. Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. A little funky. Uh, uh, we're gonna let the beat ride a little bit. Mm. And it's that J. Cole. We got that soft beat going on there, okay? Mm. Woke up in the morning around 4 a.m., brushed my teeth. I woke up, smiled with a slight glint. I kind of packed my bags up. I got my knapsack and I hit the truck and I got a uh, 
Then I hit the gym. Then I started my day. Then I spread the butter like Lando Lay. This is a soft beat. I probably should have wrote to it. Wrote to it, hop to it, then you go to it, uh This is just like the jungle This is just like the safari When you got the ball and don't fumble, uh Last night I watched the game The Giants versus Cowboys And damn, that offense brought pain Saquon, that holdout gonna be crazy You just gotta chill cause your team is very lazy Gotta sit back and play your role Because that offense and that coaching staff was just out of control I don't see what the Giants trying to do And if the Cowboys won that game, that means the Giants poo-poo uh, But Giants got who next? I don't know, like Kotex, Latex, and Playtex But the Cowboys got Kirk Cousins up next You know he give you five good games in the highlight reel and you see him and he got the real and pill you got the two best wide receiver combo and you still can't get the deal you got dalvin cook right behind you the defense is top notch and you still couldn't do it i'm not trying to roast on kirk cousins the most because your record speaks for the holy ghost jamaco <laughs> Well, Coop took all the time I had on the mic, so I'm trying to get my stuff right, but I can't write on the speed. This is a freestyle, gun to me style. I'm more the lazy flow, if you couldn't guess by now. I'm the flow man, you know the go man. I'm the time to rock the show and hit the flow man. But I've never been the one to go, and then they never have to show. But we gon' wrap it up though. I can go all day, and this is what I say. I'm a J. Cole man, Frito Lay on the way. Shout out to Dreamville and my man Omen coming soon. Watch that Dreamville. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but the next beat is a little different. I came a cappella. You couldn't tell because I'm different. But Coop, be ready. It's gonna catch you off guard. So you might know that you gotta go hard. Oh, 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 oh. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I know something, but I don't know a secret. You gotta keep it, gotta keep going. Like Nike checks, you gotta bleep it. Um, now this song came back when I was like in the ninth grade, and I remember hearing it and reminding me of old days, old time, old days, old ways. Switch the beat up, then hit the turn signal, make a right. Okay, I make a right, I make a left. I duck up, I duck down, uppercut. GTA cheat code on the deck. Uh, got the wood grain on the steering wheel. Couldn't afford the actual wood. But you know it's gonna kill the girl honeys. They can't tell the difference. It's like pouring Smirnoff in a great goose bottle. You didn't uh, fool them. I've got the mic. I'm got the going. I got the flowing. This freestyle without cussing is harder than it looks. But I'm still going in. You got this beat for Timberland produced. Got Drake on the hook. On the hook. On the book. Let it go a crook. I shook. I shook. I shook. Shook ones. Then I made you look up and down then i cross the hands and then i freeze hit the wall then i go and pat the rock like drew Brees. uh jamal go because i took too much time last time but i know this song on how you go so go hit the flow hit the mic hit the go and make sure you lasso up with the fort worth radio rodeo uh. <laughs> Come
calling all the good rappers had to get my crew together that was a line from the goat if you don't know then let me quote it again this is the lupe fiasco on the man with the plan with the mic in his hand that's a retired line that i use every other verse but i can't because i'm walking around it on my shoulder like a purse it's there it's here it's going everywhere got my money in my pocket because i spent it on the deer said on the deer i don't mean four legs i meant the deer in my life because my people they the best we the best shout out to dj cali on the mic but you know if he gets to talking it's a fight i'm the one with the hands i never gonna have the plan because i wing it i sing it and i always bring it just like gabrielle union in the early 2000s holla at me d wade he's a mountain He's amazing, astounding. I know he's gonna doubt it, but he doesn't like the fact that I'm talking about his wife on a mountain, but I like it. I do. He's my favorite player too. These things might get a little hectic, but you know, I'm a wrecked. I came, I saw, I conquered. Yes. Uh, I can't go with the rest of the flow. D Wade is probably gonna kill me, but he's my favorite player. So I hope that he forgives me. Right, that's all I got. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's it. <laughs> he, Hey, and if y'all ever want beats to us to uh, freestyle to, just just tweet us at, at D1 University. And um, yeah, just just request kind of like if you want us to rap about a theme or a certain instrumental or if you want to send instrumentals, give them the, give them the email address. Oh, you know, the email address. If you ever want to send us beats, instrumentals, anything of that nature, it's D1UniversityGP at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Don't forget the GP. So, Coop, give, tell the people just... Finalize what you want to hear, what you want to tell them. All right, final man. thoughts. Uh, so just final thoughts today. Everybody out here, uh, just be careful with who you keep around, the company you keep, and actually kind of look at people's intentions. And if you hear that little voice in your head kind of telling you that this might not be a good person, something might be wrong, or this might not be the one, listen to that voice because it's your intuition trying to tell you something. Uh, and that's my final thoughts. Yo, here's simply what I'm going to tell you. Growing up watching Dragon Ball Z, I learned a few things other than how to go Super Saiyan. So what I learned is protect those who need to be protected. Try to reach your goals and surpass your limits because you'll never be satisfied till you do. But y'all, thank you for listening. I know we was a little shorthanded. Turk and Eric were gone. We still miss them. I don't really miss them, but I have to say that for purposes. So thank y'all for listening. Shout out to all the people who help us get involved, you know, Coop, Coop, tell people your at name once again. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. My name is Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. Pennywise, a.k.a. 007. Follow me on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at Jet Affiliated. That's at J-E-T underscore affiliated. Holla at your boy. And I holla at my business page at Water Tree USA on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Best alkaline water you will ever have. Located at 17721 Dallas Parkway, Suite 108, Dallas, Texas, 75287. Holla at your boy. I would never, ever have all that memorized. But thank y'all again for listening. It's your boy Jamal Brown at Adidas King 5. I'm always here. I'm always ready to listen. If you got problems, just hit me up. I'll try to help out the best I can. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Class has now been let out. Yeah.